This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. This morning, I would like to introduce the Minister of God. He is the Director of Media and Public Relations of the National Youth Affairs of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. We belong under them. The throne room is a youth church. And it's also the pastor in charge of RCCG, the Rock Center Youth Church, popularly known as TRC in Lagos. He's happily married and blessed with two children. Please help me with Jesus' joy. Welcome to the podium. The anointed man of God, Pastor Femi Enibokan. Father, we thank you for this morning. Authority in heaven, we thank you because you are Lord. Father, we sanctify everybody here and we cover us under the blood of Jesus. We say this morning, let us experience the second touch. Everyone is permitted to have come in, but no one is permitted to go out the same way they've come in. I said, Father, visit us afresh. Thank you, Father, for what you've done for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Can you take your seats majestically in the house of God and greet your neighbor and tell them good morning, welcome to the presence of God. Tell the person by your left to your right, tell them good morning, welcome to the presence of God. I said, just greet them. I didn't say collect their phone numbers and continue. <laughs> you know, sometimes some brothers always use as an opportunity. They always target to sit down near their sister waiting for when the pastor will say greet your neighbor the lord will help us in jesus name can we just go straight into the word of god this morning it's an anointing service and i'm so confident in my spirit that god is going to do great and mighty things here this morning in the name of jesus let me hear your loudest amen Amen. matthew chapter 25 matthew chapter 25 we're going to be reading from verse 1 to verse 13 very quickly the men will read verse 1, the women read verse 2, the men read verse 3, the women read verse 4. We'll go all the way, and when we get to verse 13, we'll all read together. If you are there, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. If you are not there, shout glory. glory. The glories have it. <laughs> Amen. So, um, men, are we there? Can we just read together? If you are not there, you can just look up. One, two, three, go. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. We took their lambs and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Can I hear the sisters, please? Verse 3. Verse 4. Verse 5. Verse 6. Verse 7, men with a loud voice. Verse 8. Verse 9. Verse 10.
Verse 11. Verse 12. Can we read verse 13 together? Bible says the word of God is positive for doctrine, for reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness. It says that the man of God may be made perfect. This morning I ask, O oh Lord, that your word in season shall minister to our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let us experience the second touch. And let us go home better. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. This morning is an anointing service. And like I said, while seeking the face of the Lord over the night, I'm sure God is set to do mighty things this morning. Matthew chapter 25, media, can we go together, please? Because I'm going to be doing a lot of walking around. I, I, I'm not used to staying in one place. Matthew 25, let's start from verse 1 together. It says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto what? Ten virgins. Now, this message I'm preaching is not really for unbelievers. This message I'm preaching is not for those who are probably not giving their life to Christ. It's a message for those who woke up in the morning and deemed it fit to come to church this morning because you had an option to sleep at home. But the fact that God brought you here this morning, it means that he wants to have an encounter with you. You know, the testimonies I heard this morning in the first service and in the second service, it's just an evidence that God is here. It's an evidence. I was afraid sometimes of things hope for and the evidence of things not seen. My prayer that the presence of God shall continually remain there in the name of Jesus. It says then that she cannot have like it unto ten virgins. Who is a virgin? Somebody. Now, a virgin, if you're looking at it literally, somebody who has probably not defied his or herself. A virgin is somebody who, when the whole world is messing up, we say, no, I'm not doing that. But spiritually, as I believe, I was sitting here this morning, a virgin, a, a virgin is somebody who has put his hand on the plow and is not looking back. Luke 9, 62. Bible says, therefore, if any man is in Christ, is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So I'm not saying that since the day you were born, you were you are already born again. But I'm saying that all things have passed away. And now God has made you new. So you are brand new. You are no more I saw the fact that you are a believer means that in this scripture, you, are, you can be illustrated to be a virgin. He says, and then shall the kingdom of God be likened unto ten virgins who took their lambs and went forth to meet who? What Bible are we reading? Went forth to meet who? The bridegroom. Listen to me. What does the lamp signify in the Bible? What does the lamp signify? Okay. Do I have such... Amen. Without using four-figure tables and using scriptural references, what does the lamp signify? The, the word of God. Give me a scripture to, to do that. Psalm 119, verse 1. It says, Thy word is... Can we just celebrate them one more time as they take their seats? Thank you so much. Now, not only were these people believers, they also had the word of God with them. 1989 of Psalms says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. Bible says in 1 Peter 2 2. As newborn babes, the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 15. It says, Study to show thyself unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. One of Joshua said, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of my mouth. There is nothing you can do without the word of God. This morning, in the first time we talked about faith, Bible 2017 of Romans, it says, Faith 
covenant by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Listen to me. A policeman without a gun. When he hears Goza, faster than you and I will run, he will pick us. A lion without claws and teeth is as big as a big pussycat. A believer without the word of God and faith is a specimen in the hand of the enemy. When we're going to tell us this song, say, read your Bible, pray every day. If you don't sing along, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want. Listen to me. You know now, if I ask you when was the last time you read your Bible, you now start thinking, when was it? Um, first day of the year, I think I did. Our Bibles have now become something that we decorate our libraries with. Even now that it's now simpler, we have it on our iPad. You prefer to do a million and one things on your iPad and open your Bible. But I'm not going there this morning. I'm going somewhere. He says, and they went forth to meet the bridegroom. They had an idea of where they were going to. A lot of believers, we have no idea. You, you know, you, you became born again because it was trending to be born again. You know, it's not trending to be a believer. Do you know that? When they ask you, what fa- true family? <laughs> my pastor is so sweet. Tall, dark, and handsome. When I see my pastor, I give my life to Christ over and over again. Then who is your life with before? <laughs> it's now trending to be born again. Right? So, you know how it is. Somebody shout. <laughs> a lot of us, when last have you heard the message? Or when last did you do a study on rapture? Do you know that there's a life beyond here? It doesn't sink in again. It doesn't. But verse 2 says something. Can we go to verse 2 please? Media, help him. He said, and five of them were wise, and five of them were what? That means there's a high probability. Five out of ten is how many percent? Five out of ten is what? Yeah, it's 50. Why are you moving now to change your I say, It's 50 percent. You got it. I want to just be sure that you know it. percent. It's 50 years. You said it. Some of you started swallowing it back. 50%. And that means there's a high probability that in the church this morning, out of all of us here, looking at me, either through your eyes or through your specs, that 50% of us can be wise and 50% of you can be what? <laughs> now you talk, I'm going me. And now the Bible talk him. Brother, listen to me. You are saying that's too much now. Look at, look at ah, we are so much here. I can't say the, the foolishness rate is high. How many people were sent to spy the land? How many people? Twelve. How many people came back with a positive report? Two out of twelve is how many percent? Less than twenty percent. So you see that the foolishness rate in Christianity is high. Listen to me. I, I, want, I want you to follow me very well. God is said to do something in the service this morning. And over the night he told me to check this. This is the second touch we're talking about. These men were the best men from their, from their tribes chosen. 
But out of 12. But now listen to me. It's not about the numbers. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 23, it says the Lord is our shepherd. Did he say that? Did he say that? Thank you so much, ma. The Lord is what? Mine. Forget our... Welcome to church. I like your, your choir. Is looking. Can you just celebrate your choir, please? Celebrate your choir. Celebrate your choir. Wonderful choir. I was blessed in the first service. You will just maybe unleash some of the things I've been hiding since. Some of the dancing things. Forget that we all come to church here. It's an individual race. And he said that five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. I said, Father, if the foolishness rate is so high in the church, I refuse to be foolish. And so what is, what is the prerequisite to foolishness and the qualification for wisdom? You know, if you don't know some things, you'll be stranded. I've said my people perish for lack of knowledge. Four, six of Hosea. Come go to verse three and verse four. Let's go to verse four, please. Let's, go to, let's fly to verse four. So he said, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. Now, listen to me. We said the word of God, the lamp signifies what? Word of God. So what exactly does the oil signify? The, the spirit. Thank you so much, sir. The Lord bless you, sir. Bible says, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Bible says in 8.14 of Romans, says, as many as are led by the spirit of God. No matter how expensive your car is, if it doesn't have oil inside, it's just a matter of time, that engine will knock. May you not knock in this spiritual journey in the name of Jesus. Sir, so listen to me. The church of God is filled with so much spiritual gymnastics now. So, so, Sean, hallelujah, Sean, amen, Sean, Sean, Sean. Yeah, you know, you're yeah, right. It's, I'm not saying it's not good, but I'm saying not at the expense of the oil. So much motivational speaking. So much, ah, let's keep up with the choices. So you're benchmarking, what are they doing? Is it the Spirit of God telling you to do it, or are you the one telling yourself? Verse 37.3 of Psalms, it says, God uttered the steps of the righteous. Can you confidently tell me this morning that God is really uttering your steps? You know, when we're growing up, the testimonies you hear, you know, I probably became um, active in, the, in Redeem in the 80s, the late 80s. And I've seen a lot of things happen, a lot of things. The fact that we're all here today, five years to come, will you still be standing in the faith? Let's continue very quickly. I want to get somewhere, at least before I stop this morning. I know my time's limited. Verse 5. It says, verse 5. Let's go to verse 5. Verse 5 says, as the bridegroom was delayed, verse 5, please, I want, I want verse 5 here. He said, because the bridegroom tarried. And I want, I, want to, I want to stop there a little bit. Because the bridegroom tarried. Do you know that there are some people who were born again last year? And if Christ came, they would have made it last year. But if Christ comes today, they will not make it again. Are you with me? You know, when, when we were growing up, those songs they will tell us. They say, "Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? Will you be ready when the Lord shall come? Sing it! I will be ready. I will be ready. I will be ready. Sing! Now you not going to be ready. 
That song, it is Jesus. No come 1990. We were looking for Jesus, you still hadn't come 91, 92, 93, 94, maybe 2000. You know, the one time they told us that Christ was coming, that people started selling, ah, if there is some of them that don't sell car, sold everything because Christ was coming, and up until now, Christ has still not come. But you know, that the people that were born again there and were smoking hot for Christ, but today they are far away from Christianity. In 1999, there was a crusade. When I was writing my book some months ago, and God asked me a question. He said, "How many of you might have a crusade went for in 1999? That was in one village. And after we had done so much, the only God gave us a word: we should go around and dance around the village. And we did, and we stopped at the point and we praised God there very well. We left. The next day, we got news that where we stayed was in front of the village shrine. And by the time they slept and woke up. The whole shrine had come down. God did so much exploits in our lives. And God asked me when I was writing the book, he said, how many of you were active? In I said, 12 of us. And he asked me, that was 1999. This is 2015. Okay, last year was 2014. He said, how many of you are still standing? And I started to stammer. Because I found out that along the way, different things had come up. And only four and a half I'm using that. <laughs> I'm using that because that last one. I, it now comes to my church. Not as it just comes on Sunday and it just goes out. That's the only thing it does for Christ now. So at least I still know that so far they still come to church. It's, at least it's still half. There's, there's, there's half faith. So let me say five by faith. The suicidal rate in Christianity is very high, sir. Bible says in five minutes of first Peter. It says, Be sober, be vigilant for your adversary, the devil. As a royal lion goes around seeking for whom? That whom is one person. Whom? Whom? And I have news for you, brethren, this morning. That whom is you. But may you not fall to all the devices of the enemy in the name of Jesus. He said, because the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. How many of them? All of them. Including you and I. I remember there was, you know, I, we, we don't, sometimes when you remember what you have done for Christ, almost some crazy things. My first car, BG33 SMK, Mr. Bushi 3 d The first color was brown, later we changed it to golden brown. Before, I think I later changed it to, I've changed it like three or four times. You know, that car, I didn't drive that car, that car drove me. And it almost drove me mad. Some of you are laughing. You know, this is the one. No, not everybody. I have testimonies. Because they were going to lag then, and I know I carried people in my car. My sound system was more expensive than the car. I was using a Sony Explode, a 12 CD changer with sub fast and all. That cost me maybe then almost close to 200,000. And the car, the scrap value of that car was not more, up to 150,000. So when the car is, when the music is playing, the car is jumping <laughs> because the shocks are not good. But you know, as lag, as a lag, everybody has to. I said, we're driving to school that morning with... I play born again musical. I'll, I'll be born again since. Don't think I was playing Canada since. So. Right? And so we were carrying people to school. And as I navigated, I changed the gear. And all of a sudden, I felt something in my hand. <laughs> I, 
like it. It looked like it, but it could not be it. So I felt it was the gear. I said, Holy Spirit, help me. And so because we just navigated, I tried to just park. I'm not all in the car. The ladies, the guys said, why are you parking now? We are late for school. Why are you parking here? I said, do you know what this looks like? car drove us short. I can drive in any condition now. Thank God we're not driving brand new cars. But listen to me. Bible says, for I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in your life. I decree upon you here this morning, the Lord is just starting with you. I'll go and park that car and I'll just go, Holy Spirit tell me, enter the third bus. I went out the bus. I'm just preaching. I said, good morning, everybody. They will not answer me. I said, if you know, you know, I'm back on the journey of no return. Good morning. <laughs> they will answer. I will preach the good news. People will give their life to Christ. I will get down. We say, yeah, enter the seventh bus that is coming. I don't even know where the bus is going to. What I was just doing, you know, I was a serial evangelist, preaching Christ everywhere. Ask me the last time I did that. Ask me. Yeah. Don't ask. Don't ask. I was just saying it. Don't ask. You remember when you first gave your life to Christ? You remember how everybody you saw was somebody you could witness to? When was the last time you did that? Now you have mastered the language of Christianese. When they say good morning, say God bless you. It is well with you. Cast me not away from your presence, O Lord. Take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me. Unto me. The joy of my salvation. Oh, and renew that spirit within We sing that song one more time. Cast me not, O Lord. Cast me not away. From your presence, oh Lord, and take not, take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me, restore unto me, joy of my salvation, oh, and renew. For the next few seconds, can you just make that your prayer point? Say, Father, cast me not away from your presence. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Father, I have lost one or two things along the way. Jesus, I, I, along the way, I have probably just conformed. Bible says we should not conform to this one that we transform by the renewal of our minds. But I are saying, Jesus, this morning, as I, as I come back here to the throne of grace, as I come back here to encounter from you, Jesus, as we get anointed this morning, let it revive, let it spark a revival in my life. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done for us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Bible tells us that they all slumbered, all of them. Check your Christianity some years ago and check it now. You know, out of 24 hours in a week and 7 days in a week, so 24 times 7 is what? Okay. Why are you booting? <laughs> if I ask you, how many times in a week do you pray? Cut and paste. Join the 5 minutes here. Join the 10 minutes here. 
join, if I ask you, I mean, you know, some of us, we might not be praying up to 24 hours out of 168. One, Lord bless you, sir. Some of us will not be praying up to even an hour in a week. Bible says in 516 of James, it says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. I have one of my friends here today, he just got back from Cardiff, I think he's going to stay in Abuja. We met, I think, close to 10 years ago. Please, can you just help me celebrate Pastor King Sirisa? Can we just celebrate him here, please? Can I just celebrate him? What, what brought us together in the bush somewhere in the saying was prayers and love for God. Just want to pray. Want to just seek God's face. We had a group of friends that we should do that together. Ask us how many of them are still standing, sir. But can we just move ahead very quickly? I want to just reach a point now. We'll pray and we'll go. Matthew 25, let's go to verse um, 6. Is 6 or 7 now? The media team should receive speed in Jesus' name. Okay. And at midnight, there was a cry made. Thank you so much. Now, thank you. Because of the adults slept, like the church of God has slept, and we are still sleeping. Continuous present tense. You know, people will prefer to come for let's dine and unwind than let's go for outreach. Pastor, if you think I'm not telling the truth, call an outreach day. Everybody just started calling sick. Pastor, um, what, my wife is, my husband, I have to take my, everybody looks for an excuse. He said, and at midnight there was a cry made. And that's the cry that the Lord is making to us this morning. You have slept for too long. The church of God is now trying to catch up with the standards of the world. When it should have been the other way around. We're not trying to keep up with them. What wait for us? What wait for us? So, as they are doing this, you are bringing it, you will not change it to Christ. You will not try to put Christ there. If I can put Christ there, then it's... God have mercy on us all. Then was the cry made, Behold the bridegroom comment, Go ye out to meet him. Let's go to verse 7. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. You know the first thing they did? They trimmed their lamps. Now, it's not the external that affects the internal. It's the internal that affects the external. Forget about the packaging. You know, some people, when, when, even after they're coming from, from a bed of fornication, they will still package themselves well to church. As if nothing has happened. Forget about the trimming of the lamp. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of life. It's from the in out. Give me oil in my life. Keep me born. And give me oil, Lord. Keep me oil in my life. I and give me oil, Lord. Give me oil in my life. Keep me born. And keep me burning. Forget about the trimming of the lamp. Forget about the perception. You know, there's a difference between perception and character. Perception is who people think you are. Character is who you truly are. You'll be surprised that some brethren in church that they're always the first to leave to a holy hands in one accord. Is that anointed holy hands? 
they used to give their wife uppercuts. I don't have to start singing, blessed. People think this man is a prayer warrior, casting out demons. The only demons he cast out very well is the one by the side of his wife's head. Forget about perception. Let, you know, let God walk in you and through you. It's from the inside out. Stop chatting your career paths. In, in, in the next one, three years, I should be ordained. Three years, they should pass. Make me so you are strategizing. Adding one and two together, and there's no oil inside. Verse eight, and it says, in verse eight, after they've all virgins around and trimmed their lamps, it says, and the foolish said to the wise to prove their foolishness, give us of your oil for our lamps. Are gone out. Verse 9. I want to go to I, I need to jump now. I think I'm getting close to the end of my time. So verse 9 says, But the wise answered saying, Not so. Do you know it's not all requests you should say yes to? You know, you know, I used to be so guilty of that things before. I didn't have to say no, it was just my weakness. I didn't have to know. Pastor to nice. So when it's the pastor, let us say okay. Pastor, okay. I told them when I'm doing this, it's paining me because I know it's not convenient. But okay. <laughs> but listen to me. There are some things you must just say no to. Bible says in 14 12 of Proverbs. He says that the way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is destruction. He says in 16 25 of Proverbs also. There's a way that seemeth right. It seems right, it's not right, and it cannot be right. You know that if I say, if you know be Panador, you know fit be like Panador. He says, and the wife said, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy. Now, this verse struck me. I think uh, my time is about up now. So, let me end here. It's my prayer that the Holy Spirit himself will reveal to you what he has said in the name of Jesus. Go ye to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And it didn't make sense to me. You know, sometimes when you read your Bible, sometimes it doesn't make sense. That way you need the Holy Spirit to teach you all things. Did it make sense? I said, why is it that those who sell, that means they are the, they are the source of the oil, right? Because they make it in demand and supply. They don't supply, they supply the, demand, the oil to others. I'm an economist also, apart from being a nature professional and the minister of the world. How come when it matters the most, what they are selling is the prerequisite to meet the bridegroom. How come they were not there waiting for the bridegroom? How come those that had the oil, that made the oil available to others, and is this same oil that is the prerequisite to meeting the bridegroom? How come they were not there when it matters the most? Jesus help us. Some believers will just be like a signboard. Directing people, this is the way. This way to. This way to. But you know, those signboards never got, they never get to that place. Oh. They are just there on that point. Tell people, this way to. Turn here. Turn left. May that not be your story in the name of Jesus. There are some believers class teacher that will not make heaven, sir. 
some pastors that will be far away from it. You are the one anointing people and people are getting, you know, people's lives are being transformed. You are the one giving out that call and people's lives are being revived. You are the one bringing that message that people are going back heavenly focused, but their heart is far away from God. Those that sell, they were not where the bridegroom was. This morning, brethren, something must change about your Christian life. As they're going to be anointing us today, brethren, I want you to just propose in your heart. You have tried it on your own. You struggled on your own. You've tried. And it has probably gotten you here thus far. But there's a grace of the oil that can grant you accelerated speed. Bible says 6 and 3 of Matthew. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. This morning, brethren, I want you to know the spiritual controls the physical. Like we heard this morning, if, for those of you who were not here for the first service, please get the CD of the. Get the two CDs of, and just bless somebody's life with. Bless the two CDs of today. Because today is indeed a turnaround for the throne room. Proposing your heart, today marks a new day, a new chapter in your Christian work. And as you do that, I remain faithful to him. The one that calls and rewards man will always reward you in the name of Jesus. Can we just be on our feet this morning? We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.